Welcome to the Queen Player, a lifestyle podcast. Get inspired by our latest tips and information about small business, entrepreneurship, natural hair, travel, food, and even relationships. Stay tuned for another great episode. I am your host, Renee Patrice. Welcome, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to my podcast. Once again, I am totally blown away by all of the support for this podcast. When I started this podcast, and it's been almost 10 years, it is really incredible how you guys continue to just ride along with me, even when I had to move my podcast Um a little less than two years ago, I had to move it to a completely different platform and you guys followed me over to the new platform. So I am forever grateful. If you are new to the Queen's Lair, welcome. If people remember when I was a part of a radio um, conglomerate at one time and my show was called the Queen's Lair and it was actually a show that you could like watch on, it was like web TV. And I basically parlayed the Queen's Lair show into what is the Queen's Lair podcast right now. So welcome. And I'm going to get directly into this question. As I have mentioned before, I want to really start to concentrate on answering questions that I get in my DM or sometimes emails. Now, this wasn't exactly a question it was more of a statement. It was more of kind of a discussion, but I am going to ask the question. So here it goes. This is what I get asked quite a bit or people talk to me about quite a bit. And that is they don't know what type of business that they should start. So I get that a lot, um, especially when I was doing a lot of conferences and things like that and speaking to entrepreneurs in business, especially black and Latino women, I would always get that question, you know, Renee, you know, what do, you know, what do I do? What business do I start? Like, I don't know what business to start. I don't know what I'm good at. You know, here's the thing. This is what I have found out for myself, because I know that there's a lot of folks out there, you know, that they're the jack of all trades or Jill of all trades. But you know what they say about jack of all trades? Jack of all trades, master of none. And basically that phrase means that you're probably doing so many different things or you are good at so many different things, but you're not putting 100% into any one thing, you know, so Pick a thing and do it and do it well, you know. So here is the question that I always throw back to people when they say to me, I don't know what type of business to start. I throw back at them, what problem do you want to solve? Or if they have a business and if they're still unclear about how to structure that business, I ask them, what problem does your business solve. So this is a great way to narrow down what it is that you want to do. Find something. It could be the way that, 
you know, you clean your car. I'm just throwing things out there. It could be the way that, um, you know, people organize their homes or whatever it is. Find a problem to a common thing that people are dealing with, a pain point that people are that people deal with every day, and then solve that problem. Come up with a solution for that problem. So I was definitely one of those, I'm a Jill of all trades, I do all these different things. But the one thing that I was very good at, that I am very good at, is organization. And also time management. That is the, listen, those two things, as far as when it has to do with business, are two things that I'm very specific about. All, if not, I would say all of my clients, all of my clients' main problems was that they did not have time. So because I love time management, because I love organization and making sure everything is in its place and where it needs to be and where going, you know, I'm that person, you know, you always see that, that, um, (laughs) that New Yorker, we're walking, we're walking and we're walking like that is me. I'm like, okay, this is where we need to be. Not that everything is going to go according to plan every single time. You have to have contingency plans. That's another thing. I'm the queen of contingency plans. You will never even know plan A failed. You'll never even know that, oh, plan B ain't going to work either. You wouldn't even know because if you're not behind the scenes and you're the client in front of, you know, the audience or whatever it is that you're doing, you're not even going to know because it's going to go so smooth because we've got contingency plans waiting in the wings always, right? So all of my clients all lacked time. When I first spoke, did an initial consultation with each of the clients that I have right now, every single one of them complained about not having time. Every single one. They didn't have time. Either they were still working in their nine to five job and, you know, they find it very tough to add their side hustle to this. You know, it was very tough. They have Um, spouse, children, whatever it is that they have going on in their lives. And especially now, because we're still in the middle of this Ponderosa, okay, Um, mask up people, I'm throwing that in there. Um, It's even more short when it comes to time because now the kids are home. You know, the kids are going to school online. I do have a couple friends who, you know, the kids are doing like hybrid. They do a couple weeks, um, you know, a couple days of the week in an actual classroom and then also at home. So kind of like a little bit of each. But for the most part, kids are doing distant learning, you know. So as our youth are home doing distant learning, that also adds another layer of a lack of time because now it's not even like you're home. You have to help them. You know, at least when they're at school, they have a physical place to go. Then you can go run around and do your errands and this, that, that, and the other. Now you're a little bit more careful about that because, oh, my kid is home. And if your kid is young and they're not able to like be in the house by themselves and, you know, go to class online by themselves, like somebody 12, 13 years old, but you're not going to leave a five or six year old by themselves to do class online. You know, you got to be in the other room watching out. So time is definitely there's definitely a crunch, you know, so all of my clients lacked 
time. All of my clients lacked, um, I would say also consistency with keeping up with things because of their lack of time. So because I'm good at time management, because I'm good at organizing, that is what I do for my clients. I organize their brands. I organize their social medias. They don't even have to worry about it. There's some clients that they don't even care what their login is, you know, for Instagram. They just go look at it every now and then. Oh, wow, I really love that post you put up, whatever. They don't even care about it because that's not where their strong points are. Their strong points are doing their business. Their strong points are running the front end of their business. We're over in the back handling their, you know, their uh, carbon footprint, as it were, in the background. So we're going to make sure that their, well, I should say digital footprint, their digital footprint is great behind the scenes. We're going to make sure that, you know, the public relations of everything is flowing well, how the public is perceiving their brand. You know, we're curating the story in the background so that you can do everything you need to do in the foreground. That's always how, you know, we operate at Onyx Clean Media. Okay. So when people say to me, I don't know what I want to do. I don't know what type of business I want to start. Find the solution to a pain point. So something that somebody has been complaining about, it could be an everyday thing. Find something. The best solutions for things are two o'clock in the morning, those 99 cent um, commercials or whatever infomercials that you see at 2 a.m. They're solving a pain in the neck problem. There are things that bother us every single day. Right. I this is one thing that I thought was amazing. It was um, and I don't I don't even know how much it was, but whatever the case may be, it was opening, you know, cans like a can of tuna, a can of beans, whatever it is. And then somebody finally came up with something that you don't have to be cranking this thing open to open up a can of tuna. All you got to do is put the can up underneath this contraption and you turn it on and it automatically runs for you. You don't have to hold the can. You don't have to hold the machine. The machine is like suctioned to the counter or whatever. It was just genius. I'm like, and it's not one of those things that you really think about all the time. How often do you really eat tuna? How often do you really open up cans like that? But now you don't really pay attention to it, but now you pay attention to it more because now you have something that can combat that little thing and it sold off the shelf you couldn't find it anywhere i wish i could remember the name of the actual you know first person that came up with that product if i think of it i'll say it but it flew off the shelves because people are like you know what it is daggone annoying to be cranking this thing you know and i was like wow so that was a pain point of an everyday thing that we do all the time that we don't even realize that it annoys us until we have a solution that makes that thing so much easier. Potato peeler. We know what it's like to stand there and peel potatoes. Well, now you got the potato peeler or apples or whatever. You know, you put it on the end of the spigot thing and you roll it and it just peels the whole thing off so much easier. Instead of grinding all of your fruit, 
you know, that little plastic thing that you take, you know, half an orange and start grinding it so you can get fresh orange juice. Now you have, obviously, for years, machines that do this. Where you can put the fruit in there and you can make, you can juice, you can do all sorts of things. So find a pain point for an everyday thing that you do, that somebody in your family does, and solve the issue. And it could be something as simple as solving time. And that's what I do for my clients. I give them back their time because they spend so much time trying to make their schedule. They spend so much time trying to book all their flights for the different things that they need to do for their business that they're not actually spending time perfecting their business. They're not actually spending time. I have chefs that I work with. They're not actually spending time coming up with new recipes, coming up with new products. They're spending so much time trying to run their social media, trying to make sure that they're posting in their stories. They don't have to do any of that. Now I've just freed you up to do more work to come up with recipes. Now I've freed you up so that you can be able to advise restaurants to write menus. Now you have that time. You don't have to worry about how you're going to sell XYZ products that you have. Maybe you have spices that you sell. Maybe you have cake mix that you sell. Whatever it is, you don't even have to worry about that because now I have just freed you up. You don't even have to worry about how you're going to sell it because I've put together your website so that your website becomes an e-commerce machine. So my gift to my clients, right? My thing that I solve for them is time because that's that's a gift for me. God gave me the gift of time management and organization. I'm going to get it right and together. So I monetize that so that I can give back to my clients time. So figure out what problem does your business solve? So if you say I'm in business, what problem does your business solve? And be upfront about it and say that on your website. My business solves XYZ, whatever it is. And trust me, when you get clear about what your business solves, now you're going to be finding people that have those pain points. And that is how you're going to attract your customers. Right? So in my next podcast episode, I'm going to talk about how you can attract those customers. Once you solve You found a way to solve their problem. Now, how do you attract those people to your business? That's a whole other podcast within itself. So remember, again, what problem does your business solve? If you can answer that, then we'll get to the part two, which is going to tell you how you can attract those customers. Solve a problem, everyday issue. Take away somebody's pain some kind of way. And I promise you that that could be your next business. If you want to talk about this further, keep the conversation going. You know how it is at Onyx Queen Media on all socials. I'll talk to you soon, guys. Bye.